As a result of the recent mega-floods, billions of dollars are about to be spent on British Columbia's dikes, pumps, and flood protection infrastructure. The bulk of this will go to the Lower Freezer Valley, where the Watershed Watch Salmon Society sees an opportunity to rectify a situation that has been crippling salmon runs. As Lena Azez explains, With the water starting to recede, people are now being allowed to go back to their homes because the evacuation orders have been rescinded. There are still alerts in place, but the order has been rescinded. So people are able to go home and start to assess the damages. We have also seen some wonderful video of salmon starting to use their spawning habitat again. So where they might have been in a holding pattern during the high water flows, now they're actually able to reach their spawning grounds. We hope that a lot more Coho, Chinook, and Chum are able to do that. I understand that in the past there's been a problem with the dikes, the pumps, and the flood protection infrastructure, and it's actually been chopping up salmon. Is that true? Yes, that's true. So when we started looking at this problem, we decided to map the issue and found that there were at least 1,500 kilometers of uh, salmon habitat, habitat that's impacted by dikes, pump stations, and floodgates in the lower Fraser alone. We're starting to redo our mapping to see what the impact is like across the entire lower mainland. But we're looking at 600 kilometers of dikes, about 100 pump stations, and over 500 gates. So definitely it's causing a huge issue for salmon. One of the problems, especially with these pump stations, is that they're archaic technology, which means the pumps have impeller, propeller type mechanisms inside. So as they draw water, and fish you know, are attracted to flowing water. So they'll follow the water that's being drawn by these pumps. As they draw water, they're pulling the fish, they're pulling amphibians and grinding them up in the mechanism inside the pumps. So it's killing them, which is a huge problem. Um, we understand that there's going to be a need perhaps to put in some of these gray flood control structures. What we're pushing for is let's use this as an opportunity to upgrade our, uh, our pump systems and flood control structures to include fish. So we're calling these structures fish friendly. And it's been done in other parts of the world. It's not required here in British Columbia, unfortunately. We understand, of course, it's going to be a need to, depending on the place, restore or rebuild some of these hard infrastructures. Let's do it in a way that considers fish and fish habitat. So if we're going to be upgrading a pump station, Let's make sure that the pump station is fish-friendly using fish-friendly technology that does exist and has been used a handful of times across the lower mainland, but definitely more in use in other jurisdictions around the world. Do you think this will make a difference in the salmon run situation that we have in the Fraser Valley? I think everything we do can make a difference, every positive step we take. So flood mitigation is one of those things. It's a salmon issue. We didn't even realize that our flood control structures were having the impact they were having on salmon, especially being able to access these side channels and tributaries and slow moving waterways so that they have a chance to overwinter or rear before they head out to the ocean, therefore giving them a better chance at life. Every single thing we do will, will benefit salmon. And this is one, like cumulatively, the Fraser River main stem is about 1400 kilometers long. So it's a lot of habitat. We can improve connectivity between these side channels and tributaries and slow moving waterways and ensure that when salmon are behind the dikes in these important habitats, they're not killed on their way out, would be fantastic. 
We've been talking about the Fraser Valley. What about other areas like the Comox Valley, Campbell River, or Greater Victoria, maybe even Powell River? Do they have similar problems, maybe on a different scale? Yeah, for sure. We are talking about a, like a vastly different scale because the Fraser River is just so massive and drains like a quarter, a, a third of our province. So the scales are quite different, but the issue is similar. They also have a lot of barriers to fish passage. A lot of the waterways on these rivers are also diked. So definitely this is an issue that's not just in the lower mainland, it's on the island as well. But the reason we have decided to focus on the Fraser River is because it's one of the biggest salmon rivers in the world. It's also one of the biggest waterways. It's so severely diked, it's like 600 kilometers of dikes is nothing to sneeze at. If we are able to change the way we manage for floods in the lower mainland, that will have positive repercussions for all watersheds across BC. The federal government has committed $647 million towards Pacific wild salmon recovery. Uh, what we would like to see is a conversation, because currently there are no conversations, like everyone works in silos for some reason around this stuff. We know billions of dollars is going to be poured towards rebuilding uh, flood infrastructure. Um, we don't want it to be done without salmon being considered. So you can't invest for, in salmon on one hand and then invest in salmon harming flood control on the other. They need to be congruent. It's really important that the federal government and the provinces and the local governments all work together. We are using these as opportunities to restore habitat for salmon and protect communities at the same time. It's possible, we've seen it happen in a number of different areas, including Washington State, just south of the border. You've been listening to an interview with Lena Azez, Connected Waters Campaign Manager with Watershed Watch Salmon Society, about the current opportunity to change the way that dikes, pumps, and flood protection impacts wild salmon. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.